0: Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly
1: for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie
0: and Mandy. Happy New Year! Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you all had uh, a great end of 2021 and are as excited as we are to get into 2022. Allison and I have so many fun topics planned for uh, this new year and we're really excited to get into it. So today we're going to talk about the Akashic Records. Yeah. Yeah. So Allison... Did you know about the Akashic Records before you started developing your intuition? Not at all. No? No, not at all.
1: Um, I remember that was something that... Well, I remember actually you brought it up. And yeah, it was this new concept to me that there was this like virtual library. Yeah, a virtual <laughs> library. Virtual library. <laughs> <laughs> that you could access everything. And I just was... I remember being so fascinated by by it, right? Like yeah. to... That there could be this place that holds all, all the information. Yeah. Like it was just such a big concept.
0: Yeah. So the Akashic Records, everybody has their own Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. So it is a metaphysical, like vibrational library that you can access yourself or you can have somebody access for you. And in the Akashic records, so you can think about it like this big library and every soul has their own room, their own library room. And in their room is stored the, um, I guess the records of every single past life that they've ever existed in or lived and in there is every emotion every success every failure every soul contract every everything about your soul exists within your Akashic Records room does that make sense Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and it's um I remember it being like super fascinating because like the idea of going in To see like a past life, yes, and even just like that connection of like you know for me it was the having a I get anxious with anything with breathing yeah breathwork stuff (laughs) right breathwork stuff yeah and so and I remember like you and I talking and it was just like that I was just like well this seems to be a pattern in my life right like anxiety attack and how do you get over a panic attack breathing and you know, all it's singing, all about controlled yeah. breathing, all these things. And then you go into meditation and I'm like, oh my God, for fuck's sakes, I'm done with <laughs> it. I'm done with this breathing. Yeah. And I remember you going in to my cause I was like, oh, there there there's a theme there. Yeah. There's something that keeps coming up. And it was really, really cool to think like I was like, Oh, could you see maybe why I have such anxiety around this? Because it was not something from this lifetime. Yep. I knew that because there was no reason for me to feel that way. And so that was like super fascinating that you know, you were able to go into um go into my Akashic Records room and intentionally ask to see lifetimes that I was affected that is affecting me now. Yeah. giving me
0: anxiety about breathing and it was just so <clears throat> fascinating, right? It to is, It is so fascinating. And yep. it's so interesting and exciting to see to see them because I don't know it's just like it's just mind-blowing I guess it is well and it's transformational yeah too. like because
1: <clears throat> to be able to even know and you can heal that yeah right you can heal those because I, I I look at it as like our soul is like this energetic this ball of energy that gets imprints on them right it yeah. gets like little scars yeah. um Like it carried forward uh, from lifetime to lifetime. So in those incidences with having past lives that, you know, I either died by having my lungs punctured or something like that. Those left scars on my energetic soul. And that was coming out in this lifetime. So I find it uh, pretty fascinating because it can help you in this lifetime when you have maybe irrational um, fears fears and you don't and it doesn't make sense like a fear of drowning for instance yeah. right like if you've never had even a, a blip of even drowning yeah you have this irrational
0: fear and people talk about that all the time be like oh uh I have no reason to have a fear of heights but it must be something to do from a a past life and you just kind of say it like flippantly yeah you fluff it off or schluff it off or whatever but it is there's truth to that yeah and then and then people get like well that's ridiculous how could how could you go in and view that past life so it's like it's like it exists already yes but then when you dig into it people are like people say it without even thinking about it and
1: yeah but then yeah you're right when they actually like oh no 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 no, like that can't be reality but it's like on a soul level they already know that that is a reality yeah Um, and then their ego mind steps in to kind of like squash that yeah but it's like to me I know through readings that I've done um I've definitely had readings where all of a sudden I'm like this is connected to a past life. Yes, like your inability to connect with somebody or keeping your guard up. Mm-hmm. This isn't from mm-hmm. this lifetime. This is connected from a last uh, a past lifetime, yeah. and this can be healed through going to your Your Akashic Akashic records. Records.
0: I actually see that quite often when I'm doing healings for people. So I do distance healings and then I'll see their energetic body and then I'll see an energetic cord coming from the back of them and go Mm. up to me, which to me means that it's tied to a past life. And then I usually get pulled into their Akashic records and then I'm, and then I see the lifetime in which, uh, that block or, or whatever it is that I'm seeing, uh, existed from or started from and then i'll heal them in that lifetime and it's evolved to the point like where i don't just send that life love and light i'm actually doing reiki healing yeah on that individual like on that soul in that lifetime and i have a really fun story to share well not fun it's kind of like a dark story <laughs> but it's, <laughs> a, it's like a it was a tr- uh, transformational i guess <clears throat> for me it was very interesting so The story is I was doing, (coughs) sorry, a distance healing for somebody and um, I was being pulled into their Akashic records. And so in the Akashic records, uh, this lifetime that I was viewing, it was them as a a woman who was, uh, had children and she was married. It felt very like uh, Mary Poppins age. So like Mm -hmm. Victorian, uh, maybe kind of like old England uh, I don't know the the year, but she was berated by her husband um, consistently and constantly. And so at any time he was the breadwinner and she was the, you know, stay at home mom uh, took care of their children. But every time he... Had an issue. He would take it out on her. Like they're not earning enough money. So it was her fault. And he would like just. Every time I saw her. Every time he said something to her. It like almost put like a heaviness on her. Mm -hmm. And to the point where it was like heavy. 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 And I just saw her slump. Slump. And slump more. Slump more. And it was his words were like these daggers of uh, heaviness. And so at one point. Like they showed me. Like she was standing on the top of their roof. And it was like she was going to jump off. Wow. And she was like so, just so despair in such despair and depression and darkness because of the way that she was being treated by her husband of like, you can't do this, right? You're not doing that. Right. The reason why we have this problem is because of the way that you're doing it or whatever. It was always her fault. Emotional,
1: emotional abuse.
0: So I saw her on the top of this roof and it looked like she was going to jump off. So I healed her in that moment and I sent her Reiki healing and I did a light and love and we brought in her angels and like all of this, like just beautiful white light and love and I just can't even like the describe the the lightness that we felt in that moment or that I felt when I was doing the healing Mm -hmm. and I saw her come off the roof and go back into her life But was a transformed person in the sense of like she had put this energetic protection around herself. And every time his words came in, they bounced back. So she existed the rest of this life, um, protecting her children and protecting herself from the heaviness of him. And then that brought forward the healing into this life because we were working on releasing some heaviness, vibrational heaviness from her currently but she had been pulled through from this experience yeah so I healed because healing it in that life allowed us to heal it in this life yeah does that make sense absolutely yeah Yeah. so it was a it was a very um vivid example or um life's lifetime that I saw and it was just like wow I can heal I can heal people souls in the lifetime that they experience the heaviness that they've brought forward to this lifetime and by healing it in that lifetime will heal it in this lifetime. Absolutely.
1: And I think even just having the knowledge yeah. that maybe something that is in this lifetime um is con- is connected to a past life. Yeah. Just having that knowledge can help you get through um some of, like the whatever you're fearing or whatever it is. Like I know for myself with the breathing you know, if I'm being irrational and kind of being like, oh my goodness, like when I focus on breathing, I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah. And, uh and like, that's when like, just even knowing, I will just be like, no, this isn't the now this is linked to the past you are fine
0: yeah
1: and this is not going to right and just having that knowledge uh gives you a better perspective to be able to move through that fear or Mm. whether it's fear of heights or, or something like that to kind of like once you know it's connected somewhere else and that it's not yeah um it's not a reality
0: yeah
1: right now then it's sometimes it's easier to move To push past that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So everybody can enter their own Akashic Records. And then if you don't know how, you can ask somebody who can do Akashic Records readings or or has that part of their practice to do it for you and ask specifically for things that, you you know, you might be dealing with. Um, But a lot of people, like a lot of people feel, there's a lot of people out there who teach how to access the Akashic records. And I just wanted to say that when I first started learning about the Akashic records, it was before I started developing my intuition Mm -hmm. because at that point I didn't know I could develop my intuition, but I knew I had heard that you could go into the Akashic records. So immediately I was like all over it (laughs) and I was like, okay, show me, tell me, how do I do it? And so Um, There's a couple of people that like teachers that teach this and um, Ashley Wood from Align Within is one of them. She's Canadian. She's an amazing um, teacher and she works in the Akashic Records and she has tons to teach, Mm -hmm. lots of courses. And I did a couple of her courses. But the way that she teaches it and with a lot of other practitioners is that there's like this prayer That you have to use in order to enter the records. And the idea is that saying this prayer out loud or within your mind gets you to a vibration high enough to enter the records. Okay. Because the Akashic records are um, located in a higher vibrational. So in order to enter your records or somebody's records... Um, you have to be able to match the vibration of where they exist. Mm -hmm. And to me, they, they exist actually in the soul star chakra. Mm -hmm. So the soul star chakra is just above the crown chakra. Yeah. And, um, our business is actually called soul star energy collective. And I knew I was being led to name it soul star before we had partnered. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was being, I didn't know why, but I knew that I was being guided to call it soul star for some reason. And then I was being asked at later down the road to work in the Akashic Records. So that's kind of how it tied together for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, the point of this is that uh, the prayer never resonated with me. Okay. So when I started learning how to get into the, to access the Akashic Records, I was trying to say this prayer. And it was like I was sitting, like I would say this prayer and then I would like, you know, you close your eyes, you say this prayer, you go into meditation, you, you're trying to like receive information or insight and i say this prayer and it's like it was sitting in the void like i'm just like it's darkness and i was like it bothered me i was like why can't Mm -hmm. like i don't why do i have to say this prayer in order to access the akashic records and i was just being told by all these teachers that this is how you did it and then i learned that you could journey Yes. to the Akashic records and yeah. this is where it changed for me and this really hit home for me and it like I was like ah this is so much better because like it, felt, it felt right yes. it felt right and some people the prayer works for some people yeah better than the journey if you're a very visual um third eye type of intuitive then maybe the journey is going to work better for you but if you're if you're not you're more of a feeling um, type of intuitive or like a knowing, then maybe the prayer will work better for you. But for me, it was a huge shift in working in the Akashic Records by doing the journey to get there. And the journey just means me visualizing myself traveling to the Akashic Records and seeing, um, pulling forward visions of what I thought it looked like or what was being presented to me and then going into the building and traveling to the room and seeing the books and like all the things. Yeah. So I just thought it was, I should make it like, there's two ways to enter the Akashic Records, but um, you have to be, you have to be a vibrational match to the Akashic Records in order to access your Akashic Records um, first before you'll be able to do either of them
1: yeah yeah and so when i only learned the the journeying yeah and i remember i remember when i started meditating and really kind of started um tapping in and developing and just learning how to trust myself and to learn my intuition i remember kind of being like i felt like i would never get to the akashic records room yeah um or the akashic records sorry and uh and so I remember when, when during the course that we were taking that when it was time for the Akashic records, like to me, I'd made this, this bit, it was like this on a pedestal. I like yeah. to do that. Put a lot of things on pedestals. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it seemed like it was this grand thing that I just like, oh my goodness, it's just going to be like transformable when I, is that a word? Transformational. <laughs> Your words. Me and my words. <laughs> it's like H in my head, and then I'm like, it gets filtered through my brain. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like, that doesn't work. That's so funny. Oh, I love it. I love you, H. Um, and, <laughs> and and so I and remember going and it was like, Okay, now it's time. We're gonna learn this journeying. And I yeah. And I went through the journey and all of a sudden I was like, Oh my god, that's it.
0: I know I'm here. <laughs>
1: And I'm like, I made this out to be this thing that I was so like, much easier. ah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do this. And it was so easy. Yeah. And and I remember like doubting myself and questioning myself because I was like, nah, it can't be this easy, right? Like it's, it's, it's got to be harder than this. I'm like, maybe I'm not seeing it. But then when I started noticing like other people seeing the same things and and it all started coming, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was like that easy to get there. But I also recognized that. I had built myself up vibrationally to a point yeah. that yes, it was easy because I was already there. Yeah. Right. It wasn't something that all of a sudden I was like, oh, I want to get my intuition. And then I was like, and the, where I'm going to start is the Kashuk records.
0: It was <laughs> like, no- <laughs> that's a good point, right? Because I was probably not vibrationally ready to enter the Akashic Records when I was learning about it at the beginning and trying to do the prayer. And then yeah. by the time I got to the point where I was taught how to journey, my vibration matched easily. Yes. The, um, the Akashic Records. So maybe that's why I think of Could the be. journey as it being so much easier for me or such Cause a shift. It's like the stepping blocks, yeah. right? Like, and, and that's where
1: it really feels like, You know, if you kind of starting off and then all of a sudden you jump ahead to the Akashic Records. There's the journey. You have to go through the journey. Of like getting to the point to be able to then access for your vibration and your energy to hold that high, high vibrational energy of the Akashic Records. Right. And so that completely made sense to me. Like I, I just I definitely see it as like these stepping blocks, these blocks that you have to have the foundational stuff. Yeah before getting to the big stuff yeah yeah like skipping over you can't skip
0: over anything and they won't let your guides won't let you skip over anything it's all a process and a journey and we're going to talk about believe me i've tried (laughs) so many times come Um, on just show it (laughs) to me just do it (laughs) that's so funny you're broken (laughs) um okay some of the other rules Mm -hmm. in um you know some of the way that teachers teach it like through their prayer and stuff there's rules that you can't that you have that you follow in order to reach the akashic records. One of them is that you can never enter the records of another person without their um permission, which is an ethical yes and moral rule. I think that any intuitive that learns how to read the akashic records should be following anyhow and to be honest I don't think that if you don't have permission from that person their soul isn't going to let you enter their records anyhow Mm -hmm. and the same with a child so the the rule in when through the prayer book and stuff and the prayer the book Um, I should, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes because you can get it on Amazon and I I can't remember the name of the teacher at the moment, but, um, one of, this is the way that she was taught like years and years and years ago, things have evolved so much since then. So things have changed quite a bit. So you just follow your gut when you're learning this sort of stuff and feel, do what you feel is right. And you're not going to just know you're not going to be shown things, um, that you're not meant to see. Uh, and the soul of another person isn't going to allow you to see things if you're being unethical about it yeah um but they say in this book that you shouldn't read for a child who's under the age of 18 mm-hmm. um
1: mm-hmm. and i don't
0: know i don't think i've actually tried to go into my kids akashic records rooms i have never had a reason to yeah um either. but i don't know that that is necessarily a rule that has to be followed
1: yeah because i also feel like um you can like as you can speak to their soul yeah and ask for their soul permission yes. so maybe if you're not getting their human permission mm-hmm. um, you can connect to their soul and ask for permission yeah. there yeah right yeah. so you know I think that really cuz I haven't tried either haven't had a reason to yeah. but you know I think you know and, and it feels like as a collective we have evolved from maybe when that book was written hmm as a collective our energy our vibration has been increasing and the veil between the other side is, has been thinning. And so with this evolution of our souls, um, and the connection to the other side is becoming stronger. Our abilities to access, um, access this other side or it's changing yeah it's changing it is. and so maybe like when that book was written we weren't as a collective at a vibrational um space space yeah. to be able to do it any other way yeah. but now that you know it really is changing very
0: drastically and quickly and quickly and that and that veil is thinning it's becoming easier yeah and I even know like Ashley what I've been following her since the beginning of my journey she's one of the one of the teachers that i've learned a lot from yeah. uh, just by following her on instagram and taking a couple of her courses and stuff Um, I know that she's changed because she when she first started she did everything by that book like she talked about the prayer and she talked about the rules and that was how she was teaching but I know over the course of the last couple years her teaching has changed too and she's let go of some of those older versions because she's been guided to um to teach a different way and that was exactly the reason is because we are now at a point where we don't um like the veil is thinner and we're all able to access more our vibrations are are raising or rising um and all that sort of stuff so she I, I think she's even amended the prayer that she uses to get into the records yeah it's not the same as the the book one that she was using in the beginning and I think some of the rules that that book states she's let go of as well stating that you know it's a different time and um moving forward things are a little bit different and this is what I've been guided to share and all that sort of stuff
1: well and I think with just like any spiritual teacher we're only able to give what we have been shown and what we've been taught exactly and that is very strategic from the other side, yeah. right? They they are very strategic with what they're going to present. And so um, if everything was just presented as it was, like they, that's where I know like the universe allows certain things to happen at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, it feels like that was like, you know, over those years, this was like these stepping stones, these stepping stones yeah. to bring us up to and I think any spiritual teacher that evolves and changes with it yeah. and lets things go and, and brings things in, that is all part of the process, yeah. right? I, I know that somebody could say, well, obviously they didn't know what they're talking about back then, but it's like, no, you're only presented with what they're going to allow you to have mm-hmm. with what they feel is where we're at yeah. as a
0: collective yeah. and we grow with that. Yeah. for sure. Know? For sure. Yeah. That's such a good point. So going into the Akashic Records, because we both journey there, so we see mm-hmm. things, explain to me, like, what you see, and, and then I'll explain what I see, and we'll see if they're similar.
1: Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> I'm like, it's super cool to be able to. Um, so basically, once I journey there, I'm, I'm being journeyed to the spirit world. Yeah. And when I land in the spirit world, to me, it, it, it feels like I'm landing in, like, a courtyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see ahead of me, like... A tree in the middle of the courtyard i can see like a waterfall in the middle of the courtyard and just beyond Wait, that
0: do mm-hmm. you see a waterfall or a water, water fountain fountain fountain, okay. fountain
1: fountain sorry yes
0: um <laughs> fountain <laughs> fountain ding 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 you got it <laughs> i was like waterfall in the middle no of i'm trying just, to picture it. It. it's the spirit world mandy <laughs> anything it could goes. come from the sky <laughs> Wait, just to be clear, I see that too. Yeah, that's why I was asking, because I was like, waterfall. I see a fountain. Fountain. Okay. Me and my words again. (laughs) You just have to roll
1: with it. Okay, I'm rolling with it. Um, and so then beyond that, I see like this colonial style building that Mm. has like a bunch of steps up to it. These big white beam, beam, beams, columns, columns. (laughs) so good I'm here for you. I know, thank <laughs> goodness. Oh my gosh. Um. And so, yeah, so I like walk towards that. And then there's these massive, to me they're big wood doors. Yeah. But they're massive, heavy doors yeah. to get there. So, do you want me to continue going into it? Yeah. <laughs> want me to walk into my building? Yeah, go into it. <laughs> go into it. Um. So, yeah, so once I get in there, for me for me the akashic Records seems like a big old library um there is a librarian um at like a desk in the center of it that basically i go to to you know ask for a key Mm -hmm. uh for mine or for somebody else's room and on either side of her i see big like kind of like staircases going upwards like right like a semicircle yeah um to the second level yeah and uh yeah and to me it's just like this old library but that's I think because my um library like my yeah. Kashik Records room is like an old man
0: so when you go into the into yeah. the um like when you enter the building and you go mm. through the big wooden doors, that room, like the receptionist area, looks like an old like, library too.
1: Yeah. So to oh. me, the whole building inside, inside. looks like uh, old, old library. library. Okay. Uh, so like mahogany wood, like yeah. the darker and and um, and I think that's more. It's funny because I've actually had it shift, um, while I've been in there, depending on who. Yeah, Yeah. so I've had it like um, transform all of a sudden in front of my eyes to like white marble, and as I was walking up the stairs, everything was like like the the movie The Matrix. Everything was kind of like switching, and it was all changing to this um, white marble. And I really wanted to stay in that
0: one because that was really beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so when you go back to the Akashic Records now, because you were doing a reading for a client, and that's how your client's soul kind of saw it. So do you still see it after that reading? Do you still see it as the mahogany library or or the marble? Unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately. I'm like,
0: well, because my room, and I just remember being
1: super disappointed (laughs) in it. (laughs) It's definitely more connected to how I see H. Um, (laughs) But my room is like an old man's library. Like it's like the deep mahogany wood the like it, gold, emerald gold green, fixt- emerald green, yeah. gold fiction. Like it's definitely like this old rich man's library. And I was like, well, that's not me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And it's
1: like, so I see the whole damn library like that unless yeah. I go in. Cause I've like, I've had it shift, you know, to like underwater.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Your library room? No. Oh. But when I go into somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even like the whole library.
0: Yeah. Uh, It starts to shift, so I find, like... Oh, the whole building, mm. not just their room? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so interesting, because that's Mm -hmm. different for me. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so I'll explain kind of my journey in, and it's similar to yours, but changes slightly. So, I also land into, like, what feels like a courtyard. Um, It feels like there is a fountain. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful! (laughs) In the middle. And I do go forward past this fountain to um, what I see as a colonial-type building made of white marble Mm -hmm. with the columns it reminds me of like Washington type of like White House is that the White House yeah and then stairs to go up but I see two levels so marble stairs and then a platform with another fountain and then marble stairs and then the platform with the big big doors yeah but when I'm in the courtyard I think it's important to like it it feels like both of us that you just didn't mention this but it feels like there's other beings that are kind of like mulling around and mm-hmm. other buildings around other buildings but we've never they just don't have shape like I
1: can just tell that they're there Yeah, you can sense that they're there but I don't um, they're like outlines yeah
0: yeah so okay so moving into the building I entered the Akashic Records building and I see it as the marble mm, So I like that better <laughs> So a big a big lobby, like a big empty lobby space with a receptionist in the middle. And the receptionist uh feel I feel an energy more than I see her. I just sense that she's there and she feels busy. Like What's her name? Miri. Oh, so weird. What? Mine's Mary. Oh that's so weird. <laughs> that's so crazy. Miri. M-I-R-I. Wow. Yeah. Oh, crazy. So yeah, mine's that's- old mine is feels old too yeah Yeah. but she's very feels very busy like she's uh always got she's kind of not annoyed that we're there but like hurry up like I have other things to do kind of but I always go in if I'm going in to for a reading like with a reading I always always go in with the soul of the person Mm -hmm. that I'm reading and then we ask her for the key to their room Mm -hmm. and then it's the room for me that changes so when I go into my room it feels like very um kind of like yours like an old library oh good yeah i'm so glad <laughs> but it's not as masculine oh, as yeah. yours but i do it feels circular like it's a tower almost and i see books lined and up and up and up and then there's a spiral staircase in the middle of my room that goes up and up and up where you can like access the books or whatever mine's just a ladder <laughs> 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 <shit>.
1: Total. Um, it's, it's a wood ladder that's like up, you know, like yeah, the, the big like libraries, the libraries and, and then it on
0: wheels, yeah, and you move it type of thing. That's <laughs> but, fun. Well, yeah, mine's a fancier a spiral staircase. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny, but it feels infinite almost. Like if you, if I was to look up in my records room, dark. It's yeah, it's very um, tall. Yeah, Which like me, I feel like it
1: keeps going yeah. and then you can't see it anymore because yeah. it just keeps
0: going. Which means that like for me that there's lots of lifetimes yes, um, that exist in that library. <clears throat> and then I see the. Um, it feels like there is when I go in, there's like to the right is like a desk and to the left is like uh, all these scrolls. Mm. And that's where I find like the paths, like when you're looking at somebody's path. I see it on a scroll, like I unscroll the, like the rolled up paper and I see their path. And then there's always like their book of purposes there. Yeah. And then when we learned how to journey there, like there's usually a podium in the middle of your mm-hmm. room where you can put the book that you're viewing onto the podium mm-hmm. and then you read the energy of that book or you feel into the energy of that book or that lifetime. And then that's how you read the lifetime
1: that yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had, I've, I've definitely had it where obviously the whole library transforms Mm -hmm. and then I've had it where just their Their room room. and like their door when you reach their room their door um will change like mine is you guessed it dark wood
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) is it is it a rectangular no it's it's a uh, like a rounded top I always see them as a rounded top yeah it's not often I see a, a rectangular door
1: but like they ch- they change yeah, right? Like yeah. I've had an iridescent door. Yeah. Um I've seen
0: gold glitter. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a all... really tall, really really tall, thin door. I'm like, how are we mm-hmm. supposed to get into this door? It's like a toothpick. Like it felt like it's very it was like giants in there and and then, and then we that. went into the room and it was like giants and um fairies and like very fairy tale, like if like child like fairy tale book kind of That's what I was seeing. So usually when I go into somebody's room, Mm -hmm. it's, I'm either going, stepping into their room. So first there's always a message with the key that we receive. Then there's usually a insight with the door. Yeah. And then when you go into the room, I'm either showing a lifetime straight away, like I'm walking into a lifetime or I'm walking into a realm. Yes. And that realm is usually the realm in which that soul prefers to exist. So I've seen it as galactic. Galactic. So like I'll see the universe like galaxies, and so I know that this is like a star seed or a galactic uh, being of some sort that's incarnated, and or I see it as like fairy tale type, and then I know that they like to exist in like f- the fairy world or there's underworld. gnomes, the underworld. Yeah. Um, mermaid I've seen underwater. And then I was like, oh. That was my most recent
1: one where I was like... And it's so funny because like... Wait. It's like I see my room. My room? Yeah. Like it's weird because I still see my room. As Uh, a library? Like like as a foundation. Yeah. And then it's like this... But then it changes into whatever... Do you know what I mean? Like, I get
0: it first, the image or the lifetime. And then when I'm ready to read it changes back into a library.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you walk in and it's like, you can kind of see what your original library looks in the background, but then there's like this kind of like the one that I, yeah, like a veil. And so the one that I went into, it was like the library room was in water and, and I could see like the, um, mermaid and, um, because I was like, You've lived a life as a mermaid. Just <laughs> super weird. I know. But I'm like, I believe it. I believe um, it too. absolutely because there's different planets that you are yeah. what we would call a mermaid. Yeah. There's different planets that we the the beings can go into the water and out of the yeah. water and all that stuff. And that's what I was kind of like getting from that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's super, super interesting.
0: It's every and every time you read somebody's akashic records or go into their room, it's different and it's so fascinating and to feel their the energy of their soul I don't know I just love it so much it's probably my favorite part of doing readings is the Akashic records what is your favorite what is your favorite one like image or lifetime that you've seen would it be the mermaids or the strangest one maybe is it the mermaids um the mermaid's definitely, th- yeah, that threw me
1: just because, like. I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, I hadn't seen it before, and it was like, I'm in a building, but I'm underwater. Like, yeah. And my rational mind was like, uh, that can't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, because I remember getting the key, yeah. and it was not uh, like a nautical theme yeah right there was yeah. like a keychain that was like a boat and I was like oh okay weird um and then when I got to the door it was like this iridescent type of like pearl like yeah door oh yeah um and then yeah when I walked in it was completely underwater and I was just like oh and then that's when I went into uh past life right um and I was brought right to where where this person was a mermaid um I definitely loved When everything changed to marble, yeah, because I it took me by surprise, right? Um, like I remember, I typically when I go in, I walk up the left staircase and I was completely drawn to the right staircase, and as I was walking, everything
0: around changing. me started
1: changing yeah. to this and I remember it just kind of like I was like what is happening yeah um I'm like this is so crazy yeah. and yeah everything just started kind of like shape shifting into this like white marble and and that room was very angelic it was very oh, very yeah. angelic I and can it was feel that. beautiful yeah very very beautiful and so I just remember being like wow like mm-hmm. that was like Yeah, super made a big impression on me.
0: Yeah, it has changed, like it's evolved so much for me since when I first started reading Akashic Records to now. And I remember, um, oh, that's such a beautiful energy to be in, the angel, like the angelic energy. Yeah, That's probably one of my favorite ones that I've seen too is just being in this, like this person is just an earth angel. Like they're just here. And that's what
1: I got. Because I'm like, I saw a white feather on their key Mm -hmm. and I heard earth angel. And I was just like,
0: Yeah, and they're just here to be themselves, and just by being themselves, they emanate this light and this love and this almost like this humanitarian type of energy, Mm. where um they just want to help, and they just do that by being who they are. Yeah, yeah, that to their core. Yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful energy. I know. I love the Akashic records. I just want to go in the Akashic records now. (laughs) I just like hang out there.
1: I'm Absolutely. like I remember going into was it your Kashuk Records room and I had Cody and H. That was the that was when I went to go look for your like galactic side right and I remember standing in the room Yes. and then that's when I looked at Cody and was like why ugh, why are, why are you-, you being so serious <laughs> and I remember because we were all just standing there in a line ready yeah. to go into like a past life yeah and then I was just like what is happening here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so funny that's know. so funny so what other things have you seen in the akashic records so we have the receptionist when we go into the building and then we have all of these rooms that you can mm-hmm. enter your room and you know with if you're with the soul of another person you can enter their room mm-hmm. um what have you learned like what else have you learned is there like what have you explored um the council room yeah which was really fascinating.
1: And um, so I went in, and it, to me, it's when you walk in, it's on your left hand side, and to meet my council.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, wait, first, let's explain what a council mm-hmm. is. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> gonna, what is it, Allison? <laughs> the, <laughs> so the council is a group of um, beings. That are very aware of your mission and your purpose and all that sort of stuff. And so you have your guide who's here, whose purpose is to help guide you to ensure you are catching the lessons, you're learning the lessons you wanted to learn, you're on path, and they're guiding you to make sure you're on path, whatever. But the council is basically the group of beings that have um, reviewed your life's purpose and your mission and your lessons so like you plan it with your guide and with your soul family and whoever and then it's almost like you present it i I see it they sign off yeah they sign off on it (laughs) Yeah. so then you can meet with your council and um receive uh insight from them or messages or uh renegotiate perhaps Mm -hmm. um contracts Mm -hmm. and they exist there for you they're part of your team yeah
1: and like they are like when you Finish this life. You do a, a review with them yeah. um, of your your life. That's who you do your review with. Is your counsel? Yeah. Um. I remember, and it's so funny because it feels like one of these things that you're just like, what do you mean? It's like a panel interview. Right? Right. <laughs> right? That's like, what it feels like. It girl. does feel yeah. like that, but it's like, but it's, it's. Pure love, yes, right, and it's pure support, like it's not like judgment, no. And so, if you like had a lifetime that maybe you weren't the nicest person, um, maybe you did not the nicest things, it's not like you're going there to be prosecuted, no, it's like, no, this is literally a review to be like, okay, so like, let's move through this together. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember so when I went in to meet my counsel, um, I walked in and like I just saw. It's, it's it's typically like I just see the energy it's not like I'm necessarily seeing their details of their face mm-hmm, or body mm-hmm. I'm seeing these energies um, and I instantly was like these are aliens <laughs> and I was just like I screwed this up <laughs> I was like no because I remember like the one in the middle had like this really big head yeah and it was like even though I couldn't see the details I saw the outlines I knew every single one on my council was different species of aliens yeah and so I was just like yeah you screwed that one up and um and I remember coming back to class and kind of not wanting to talk about
0: it well also because uh we don't know who is aware of
1: the yeah. galactic
0: side and who's gonna judge yeah. you about seeing aliens aliens well galactic and that's beings. yeah and yeah. that's
1: where I was just like I have to have made this up and so I remember I finally brought it up because I was like I have to bring this up yeah. because like that's what I saw yeah and and sure enough I was validated that oh no it could easily be all it just means like I, obviously, I know my soul has my soul has lived most of my lives in the galactic right. There's yeah. on many different planets, and and that is where my home. Allison's is. an alien. I'm an alien. <laughs> so I got a big head. I'm <laughs> yeah, a big head. And a four head, a five head. <laughs> oh my, what's a five? Head? Five head was when you can put all five fingers. Oh,
0: I didn't even know that. Yeah, I got a five head. How many f- fingers do I have? You have four. Okay. I'm you pass I have a forehead <laughs> you have a forehead oh, it's a- called a forehead yeah oh, a five head. <laughs> she- <laughs> oh my god check out my picture <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand on your forehead and we'll take a picture yeah <laughs> check out my five head <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah so I'm like yeah so that that's there and like
0: I don't tend to go to them like, I don't go to them. No, never. never. I hardly ever. I ever, you yeah. know. Um, just, I think I leave went them there. Alone. <laughs> yeah. I went there once or twice just to, like, check it out or to yeah. feel into the energy and just to, like, oh, I didn't know that was something I could do or feel into or, or whatever. Let's see if they have any messages for me.
1: But it's, like, one of those things that I think the only time I would time. go there is if I was really struggling yeah. um, with something, then I would probably go there. I just yeah. wouldn't kind of go. I've, I've gone there for other people. Again more intentional yeah to go and be like what does your council have but i don't tend to be drawn there yeah um in a reading no so what's your what did your council look like
0: yeah i don't want to tell you just kidding (laughs) (laughs) mine was uh, i don't want to tell you mine was galactic as well nice yeah so um going in there and it felt very it felt like they're all different sizes yes and there was like 11, maybe like it was like a semicircle of beings and they were, um, yeah, just different sizes, tall, short, um, any big heads. Well, I didn't see them. Um, uh, I just saw them just as like, oh, beams, beams, mm. beams of light. Yes. So I didn't see them like, um, like you did maybe cause I didn't want to, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't try to, but it felt like some of them were feminine, a lot of it was feminine energy. And then there were some that were more serious and more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, it also felt like they were... It was a very intense... The collective, like that group of energy was very like... Um, like it felt like a lot of energy was in one space. And like
1: I felt se- like definitely like serious. Like you're
0: going to the principal's office?
1: Yes. <laughs> I definitely felt serious. Like there no. was no fuzziness. No. There was no fuzziness. No. Um, And... But it's like there was no like warm fuzzies, but it also
0: didn't feel scary. No, it was at not. All. No,
1: it was just like matter of fact.
0: Very matter business. of business. That's a good yes. way to put it. Very matter of fact. Yeah. This is blah 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 blah, duh, yeah. duh, 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 and that was it. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what about um? Have you ever been to the main library? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So I remember going to the. I have not, to be honest. I have not spent a lot of time. In the main library yeah. for some reason. Um, so the main library is where you can find like the... The book of anything. Anything. Yeah. So like the book of love. Yeah. Um, the... I looked
0: at the book of business. Oh, yeah. And the book of collaboration. Mm-hmm. That was well before you and I even decided to partner. Yes. Um, I just... I don't know why, but I just read into the book of like collaboration, like partnership for business um And wrote down everything that I was receiving, and uh it was very in, like um insightful mm-hmm. is a good way to put it and um so book of business i've looked at i've looked at some healings, so I want to help somebody heal this
1: you can go there I can go
0: there and learn how like how to do that, but also I find like my guides show me in the moment when I bring somebody into a distant healing, yeah. and then they just kind of show me how to do it in the moment as well. But yeah was... so like that's where i feel like yeah like yeah. the guy i get shown yeah i just don't feel drawn i don't yeah, you don't, you don't do have... the pre-work it would be like doing pre-work almost yeah i, I like imagine. the easy button
1: And yeah, i'm bit. all about the easy button yeah. so that's probably why i avoid the main library because yawn
0: uh, <laughs> i am not easy button that's where the nerds <laughs> hang out yeah <laughs>
1: I'm like, H, you just need to tell me what <laughs> I need to know because you know I'm not going to that library.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> what? Nerds, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I like <Loser>. the library. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. How do you see, have you been, you've been in the library because I was yes. part of the course. Okay, so how do you see it? Because I see when I come in, it's kind of like a big courtyard again, but in the mm. center is a huge tree. I see just like... <sighs>
1: columns of like I see like a traditional library stacks and stacks like just columns of like yeah yeah stacks and stacks I see tables so people can see a table I feel like I I feel like when I went there I'm telling you I did not spend a lot of time there because (laughs) she's not a nerd I'm with the cool kids
0: Um, (laughs) she's hanging out back smoking
1: (laughs) I'm like I literally like I have not I went in I sat at a table I was like okay what I, I don't even know what book to pull And I'm I don't even know what book I pulled because I was very disinterested, (laughs) (laughs) very similar to my educational days. (laughs) And I just remember, but that's all that I kind of see. And then like my table was near the door so I could get out of there. Yeah. I think
0: I pulled the book of, um, I can't remember what it was like, what I called it, but I wanted to, I wanted to learn about, like, the beginning of existence. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Yes. That was really cool. Yeah. Should I share? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so what I was feeling and was just, like, that there was this... So you have source energy, mm-hmm. which is, like, God or, like... The the, 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 highest, the highest vibrational yeah. energy there could be that we all come from. Yeah, and then I saw source, like, was, like, um, a... Piece of energy like broke off of source and then sort of like multiplied yeah kind of and then these orbs of energy were their own consciousness still connected to source or uh, came from source and then these orbs of consciousness began to become more aware mm-hmm. and wanted to create or have more um, experience i guess because when you're just existing in a consciousness like uh, how boring would that be? Yeah. So, uh, so it felt like they these orbs of consciousness wanted to create something more for themselves to experience, and it sort of just evolved from there. Yeah, I I completely resonate with that
1: because yeah. like those orbs, like it's so weird, but I picture like when ours, like our souls come from source that ball so let's just say a big ball of energy yeah and like little blips yeah <laughs> come off of that ball like of energy almost. little raindrops come off and that creates these individual souls yeah that so we it's like we are so in a way when people say we are all one it's like well yeah Wait. because we are all little blobs, raindrops, from, blobs the from the consciousness yeah <laughs> so we are all one Um but yeah like when you say like those orbs it, it's like okay these separated And, um, I know part of like our soul's mission is, is to learn how to manipulate energy and and to create and, and, you know, as we evolve, we create more things. We create bigger things and like, you know, we get to the point where we create our own You know, galaxy. Yeah. Like, and this is all just with creation of um, energy, right? So it's like you start off small to create an organism. Yeah. Yes. Right. And you kind of like you. It's like. When you're starting off in kindergarten and you're like trying these little things to create, yeah, and you're then building evolve- the foundation building the foundation, and then you then you go next yeah. step, next step, next step, And now you're building you know a whole plant or yeah. and it just keeps going, and then now you're building a whole uh planet, yeah, right, and that's where like when you say those orbs were started creating, that's like I can see that resonates because of course, then they started to slowly build yeah. these universes, yes, you know? that's
0: that's kind of what I was receiving when mm-hmm. i was reading into the energy of that but um another example of a book that you can pull from the main library is like the book of parenting yeah. or maybe your child um is on the spectrum yeah right you could pull a book about that or like the book of illness or the book of healing or there's so like anything you could pull the book of if you learn how to read the energy Mm -hmm. which again you can read you can learn how to read the energy of anything Yeah. Um, which is building your intuition you can read the energy of the book and just receive what you're like the insight and the images and the messages from what it is that you're looking for
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's pretty cool
1: it's so cool and I feel like I feel like I've only scratched the surface with it oh, yeah. in a sense, right? Like it just feels infinite. It Obviously is it infinite. is infinite. Yeah. yeah, and that there's just so much to mm-hmm. and I feel like the the more I go into it, um the more I'm shown. For sure, right? For yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, is there anything else we want to touch on with Akashic Records?
1: I don't think so. It's a pretty It's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. I like, you know, definitely like obviously if if anybody has questions or whatever, you like we love to hear any feedback
0: and we if we need to do another episode on Akashic records. Yeah. Absolutely. If there's something specific you want us to go into. Maybe one day we'll do an episode on some of the past lives that we've Yeah. seen. Yeah. Because that's that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so let's wrap it up here then and yep. we'll be back with another episode next week. Thank you again for joining us. We hope that this um, chat was informative and insightful and that you had uh, fun listening to us.